0: Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today.
6: Y'laris, you stand atop the city walls with the rest of the mages looking down the sloped plain outside of the city. Maypri, you stand outside those walls with the ranks of soldiers on the plains, and Keela, you are just outside the city walls with your fellow bards and druids, but all of you, because you're higher up on that slope, can see... The dark figures with disjointed limbs, fangs, tusks, claws, and gleaming weapons greet you. The army of the Raven Queen fans out about you, shadows flitting about in the perpetual twilight of the Shadowfell. The Queen stands atop the city wall, watching. Citizens! She calls out, her voice carrying downward as heralds relay her message throughout the ranks. This is the day that loyalty wins. This is the day when the Shadowfell stands firm. This is the day we save the plains from hubris and betrayal. We shall not fall we shall prevail to battle and victory. Maypri. it takes some time for the Herald's Relay to bring the Raven Queen's words to you. But when those words reach you. The soldiers around you begin to stamp their feet and clank their weapons in time.
4: What are you feeling? Battle lust? Most definitely. I'm very captivate, captivated by the environment. I mean, these people are, are stomping their feet, so I'm like bopping my pole arm down to the ground like to match their beat. I'm not wearing any armor. Um, <clears throat> due to my proficiencies and i don't have time for that so i i I have to clank the only thing that i can clank to the ground and it's more of like a low thud 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 to the ground as i am uh tapping it in time with uh my my new companions keila you
6: can hear the queen's words Kind of, from from where you are. There is a herald nearby, they do relay it, but you can hear her since you're just below the, the waltz. The people around you chant in an antiquated form of elvish, but it is a song you know. The blades are black o'er fields of woe and fright. Begin, the horns, their blast herald the war. Fatigued soldiers, no rest for them last night. Hubris enacts vengeance for those crimes of yore. How do you feel?
0: I feel the energy of everything around me. I feel their words right through my skin through my muscles and right into my bone i can feel it in my chest in my ribs in every part of my body i listen to the words the first few times and maybe don't understand them but then i eventually start to just say what i know say what feels right even if i get the words a little bit wrong because i just need to be part of this moment and I need to express this feeling from the music, even if I'm doing it wrong. Ylaris.
6: you stand upon the walls, the purple banners of the Raven Queen flapping in the wind around you. Your fellow mages, they stir. They're restless in their ranks. You see some moving their fingers, tracing spells, similar to a very young Ylaris. And... They're not using their any components or muttered words for this this is nervous energy
2: how do you feel um there is a hard stone of dread in my guts um but i am i am trying to cling to the positivity of the man who claimed to be bahamut last night and i'm just sort of twisting my ring um And thinking about that, Um, but there is also sort of a, a thread of excitement that this is sort of the grandest thing that I have found myself in the middle of, and there is a part that appeals to me about that.
6: Anton, you stand in the front ranks of the Rishemi army. There is 300 feet between you and the Fae army. The armies stare each other down as rain drizzles over all of you. You and your drummers are given the signal. It's
5: time. I give the the universal scald hand signal of two middle fingers in the air, and they begin their drums and chants, and we begin marching towards the Thay army.
6: And what are you trying to do with your drumming and your chants? Is Is this a spell?
5: Yeah, we're trying to call upon the... basically any beautiful spirit in the area who's going to come and just give us a little bit of help because although we're very confident in what we do, being Scalds and all, we need a little boost here. So we're calling, we're both trying to intimidate the Thay army and call backup uh, for when we, you know, hit that clash. Then these spirits come out and uh, begin to help us.
6: The armies get closer as you're drumming. You're getting closer. It's a hundred feet. It's seventy-five feet. You can start to smell them. It's fifty feet.
5: The drums begin to increase in frequency, and we begin to quicken our pace, and we begin to run towards them. The instant before we smash, I draw my draw my axe, and I uh, I go for the head of. Nearest Fae Warrior.
6: All right, give me a roll.
5: Plus eleven, Jesus, that's twenty-five.
2: Oh, you describe that.
5: So we we quicken our pace, and the whole scald force is drumming and running. We're very we're very dexterous and very uh, you know, able to do many things. We chew bubblegum too, <laughs> and. Uh, um, and I believe i feel like anton's the first one to actually hit the front line and he swings his axe down into the the first thay warrior and it splits him his head down through his body um, and begins battle with everybody else around him as uh, as the forces clash into each other
6: This battle is going to work. Let's talk about some mechanics here. Alright, so this is going to work like a game of chess, almost. You are each going to control the unit that you're fighting in. So, Keela, you will roll for the Chanters, um, and so you have the ability to use any of your spells, um, but you get an additional plus four for attack and plus two to your spell save.
0: Hold on, I'm going to write that down
6: that's very loud writing
0: (laughs) sorry i don't know why it's so loud okay keep going it's
6: because it's on it's it's on where your mic is um so yeah so you get plus four for your attack and plus two to your spell save um for any of your attacks so you so what this is is like everyone and this is for everyone so when you use one of your abilities or, or your attack or something we're it, we're gonna, just going to kind of pretend that like everyone's doing that. So this is going to be like a concerted effort kind of thing. Everyone's working together to achieve something. Uh, so Mapri, same thing. Um, for you, it'll be plus four for your attacks and plus two to damage. Ylaris same thing. Um, plus four for attack, plus two to spell save. Now, something I do want to say is area of attack... Doubles its area because we're working with a larger group of people and ranges double for things That's how we're going to kind of work this The mages um, I'm going to give you kind of like your hit points just so that you know this Um, So your unit has 180 hit points Uh, The ranger types that we don't have to worry about that because no one went there Um, So the support group the Chanters, uh, that's you Keela. Um, You have 195 hit points and infantry, you, you have 230. So it, it's going to be kind of ba- based on your unit, your your group.
2: Will we be sustaining damage like to the unit and ourselves, or just thinking just the thinking unit? We're just thinking of
6: the unit at this point. Okay. Um, there will be some moments where it's just individually, and you have okay. to worry about it then. But right now, for, for those hit points, this is just the unit.
2: So let's roll for initiative. Okie doke. Um, just the fact that it's sort of like a game of chess, and the fact that I have proficiency in dragon chess.
6: <sighs> help how? How would that
2: help? <laughs> I don't know. It was good. good. It was a good. If, try. if you got, like, can a...
6: argue that it will help in some way, how is it going to help you? Well, tactical. just in terms
2: of like tactical, like having the bird's eye view and directing. Um, and spells and sort of treating it like as as a game of chess in that sense
4: not to mention she can communicate with at least two different um of the main forces to relay information that we might not otherwise have because i mean i assume under most uh wartime circumstances you have runners that go back and forth but now we have some instant communication from gilary's perspective which is bird eye view um which can aid um in anything we might not see
6: Damn it. (laughs) Okay. Yularis, you will have advantage on attacks.
2: Okay. I will take that chess.
6: Okay, so roll initiative. So we have anyone get between 15 or 20 or anyone above 20. Anyone between 15 and 20. I rolled a 17. Anyone between 10 and 14. Yep. I got 13. Between 5 and
4: 9. Hilarious. I
2: got a natural one. <laughs> All right. I don't have any bonuses to initiative. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. So yeah. Can I say though that before the battle starts, I would have cast mage armor on myself. Okay. Yeah, you can do that.
6: Mage armor. And uh, pretty much they all do.
2: Yeah. Uh, I would. I would hope that that would be a standard <laughs> practice for our our war mage folk. Yeah. We have the
6: Betrayer's Infantry goes first. The field in front of you moves. The darkness comes rolling towards you in a thunderous wave. And it just launches itself at the raven queen's infantry forces that is a 13 what is your ac 15 okay and so what how does the raven queen's infantry forces meet these
4: dark creepy monstrous forces finally all these fantasy war books i've read come in handy so we've uh, because we're the infantrymen um, on the front lines. We've got our pikemen up front. Uh, so the first wave of enemies that come to hit us, we've got our pikemen mounted with their pikes pointed directly at the enemy. Um, I don't know if they have any horse uh, horses that were charging at this us. This is infantry. Okay, cool. Um, so, anyways, uh, like the two waves clash, uh, and they were coming towards us at a faster rate than we were moving towards them. Uh, so the clash did in fact mean that they suffered more casualties than we did on the first kind of meeting and battle. So
6: people go flying over top these pikes and people are impaled and there's a lot of screaming. That brings us to the Raven Queen support team. That's the Chanters. What are they doing? Who are they targeting first off? There's the Rangers. There's the the infantry, and there's their their mages and their own support group. How far away are each? of them? I mean, you're pretty far back. Um, you're behind the infantry, um, but um, and then that's kind of how they're they're done as well. So the closest enemy groups would be the the infantry.
0: We are going to aim a volley of arrows and crossbow bolts at their infantry. Okay.
6: Ten. So what's your normal attack bonus? So you plus have an five. additional plus four set
0: oh, right. nine. Oh, wouldn't it be fourteen? Because I get an additional plus four on top of my normal bonus.
6: You said your your initial bonus is what? Plus five. So you have an initial four, so that's plus nine. So whatever you rolled, plus nine.
0: I originally rolled... Oh, yeah, okay. okay. So in that case, 14. That
6: is a hit. Roll for damage. Six.
0: What does that look like? In one unified motion everybody in the support area raises either their their crossbows, their bows, their ranged weapons of preference, aims them high up into the air, and then the arrows and bolts go arcing through the air before raining down on the inventory from above.
6: With a 14, I'm going to say you didn't quite get over your allies. I mean, they're just... Just a handful fell. I'm going to shout,
4: "Sorry!" May is <laughs> cursing, just like violently on her uh, speaking stone
6: Four damage. Maypri. Okay. That brings us to the betrayers' rangers. So, so what this group is doing is they are coming around and trying to flank the the infantry. They're going around the edge of the battle and trying to come in behind. Uh, so this is then, I guess, going to be a dexterity or maybe stealth? I think Probably stealth. Probably stealth, yeah. Stealth. Which is dexterity. Oh, that's a 12. What is your passive perception, Maypri? Okay, so you you notice this maneuver, and you meet to block them. Excellent. That brings us to the Raven
4: Queen's infantry. Excellent. So, true to our nature, I mean, Maypre is going to rage, um, just as her bonus action. Uh, I know that doesn't really reflect necessarily on the infantry, Maybe I really pump them up and get that plus two with them as well. <laughs> uh, however, yeah, we will just kind of surge into the flow of battle and attack uh, any of the enemy infantry that we encounter. So let me roll. Oh, that's marvelous. 16 plus four is 20.
6: That is a definite hit. What What is going on here? What are your tactics? Um,
4: hack and slash. <laughs> Good old fashioned. just. You see them, you take them out. Uh, the infantry uh, for the Raven Queen is a pretty brutal bunch. They are well-armored, well, wep- well-equipped types. Uh, they are more than prepared for this kind of battle. And the way you kind of describe the enemy, they are these kind of like mis- misshapen, um, unsightly. Are-, are the enemy mm-hmm. well-armored? Like, what are we up? Ag- it's a hodgepodge. Some of them are, some of them
6: aren't. It's a mismatch.
4: Okay. Um, I mean, that definitely works to our advantage then because to my understanding like this, the uh, unit that I'm with, like they're very well equipped, as I mentioned, um, mm-hmm. you know, to the T. Uh, so we can definitely attack more without sustaining as many uh, injuries. So let me roll my damage. Six plus two is eight. Uh, I would also like to frenzy. For that extra attack Um, the team Mm -hmm. will suffer exhaustion as a result but I feel like that's just like a natural part of war you know you work really hard you get really tired Uh, so what did I say 6 plus 2 so 8 was my first attack 8 plus 2 is 10 so 8 and 10
6: battle rages around and Lady Yelbruna and Nithra stand atop their hill and communicate messages from herald to herald to, herald to ensure that the troops of Rashman work together in tent like clockwork. <laughs> all of those things
3: I'm thinking there's an interesting display here where these, almost these like circles are sort of drawn in the air as Lady Ylbruna and Nithra have some different different spells up showing parts of the battlefield. And it's sort of a game of... Chess? A game of chess is a good metaphor because the red wizards are able to counteract spells as quickly as they're throwing them up. So it's more getting a glimpse, trying to absorb as much from a scene as possible in order to then pass on that message. And it's it's a game of information on one level that's then going in to fuel the uh, warriors movements and the movements of the spellcasters below.
6: There's a group moving in on their flank. See here? And Nithra point. At one of the circles to the far left of your air screen. <laughs>
3: And uh, Lady Elbruna turns to one of the heralds and says, Send word to the Iron Lord. One of his squads, the 7th and 3rd Division, would be ideal to move around to that side to counteract that flanking.
6: Nithra stares at the, the display and winces as something blinks on it and disappears. And you can hear
3: the explosion of a fireball in the distance do I see that that spell upon the battlefield when I hear it or is it only the
6: yeah you you can see a big flash yeah. it's much further away from where you are but yeah it's a big ball
3: of fire which unit was that the 14th we need to move the 18th to take their place and offer them reinforcements
6: understood Nithra uses message to relay that to the Captain of the Eighteenth. And as Nithra relays that message, the dark clouds around you become darker as a great big winged mass comes down through them and over top of the battlefield. Now it is the betrayer support group. So what they are going to do is they are going to work together to cast Entangle on the infantry. They are going to cause difficult terrain for the your infantry may pre to get through. So what this is going to cause is this is going to cause disadvantage on attacks when it is your turn you can do a strength save against it to see if you can break free of this but right now you do have disadvantage as these black vines grow up from the ground and start tangling themselves around your ankles, pulling at you, grasping and now it is the betrayer's mages Maypri. Please give me a dex saving throw. Oh,
4: okay. Uh Um, Uh-oh. 16, 17, 18, 18. Okay, well, that...
6: You do manage your, your infantry sees this great blazing ball of flame come flying from the ranks of the betrayer's armies at you. You take Half of 8d6 damage as a fireball flyback. Oh jeez.
4: <laughs> a little scary. Just on like the uh, speaking stone you just like hear my prey screaming in like terror. Okay 23 plus
6: 5 is 28 so half of that so 14. Okay. And that brings us to Yilaris with her her Raven Queen's Mage Forces.
2: Yay! So, um the range of spells is doubled. How far away from me are the enemy's they mages? Are like a solid six, seven hundred feet. So even with a 240-foot range, I cannot target them. No. Okay. Um but their support team and their infantry uh, are, are within my range. Yeah, presumably, the, the infantry would be, yeah. Uh, and the people who are trying to flank yes, and attack the, from the side? Yeah, the Rangers. And do they seem to have a um, sort of stealth troop as well? Have I noticed any uh, sort of ambush squads? yeah that around. that's the unit that okay that we're that is flanking. Around. All right, I'm gonna target them um, to try and wipe out that squad. So all of the mages are going to cast moonbeams uh, along the the edges of the infantry to sort of cut off any uh, flanking possibilities and try and wipe out um, those people who are trying to break the ranks. Okay and then if the area is a doubled then each of the moonbeams is like 10 feet radius or yeah okay yep. and like what 40 feet high
6: 80 feet high very high very high <laughs> yeah. very high um
2: they, they're yeah. above the city walls 80 feet high yeah they're um, quite tall it's very dramatic <laughs> um so they have to make uh, a constitution Wind. saving throw at the beginning of their next turn Um, but I think they also do when it initially happens yeah when they enter the spells area for the first time okay, or starts their turn here so they have to do it now as well constitution saving throw what's the spell save DC? 15 that's an 8 that's an 8 and a 5 so 13 radiant damage
6: okay and that brings us to Mapri. there is this great big ugly monstrosity in front of you it's slightly lopsided it's one shoulder is taller than the other it looks like it's its left arm has two elbow joints it's odd and it grins at you with a mouth full of gaping pointed teeth and it swings a mace at you that is not a hit that is a six (laughs) How do you
4: retaliate? Ooh, retaliate, not defend? Retaliate. Uh, how do I retaliate? I mean, angrily? (laughs) I am going to charge at this misshapen creature and try to skewer it, essentially.
6: Sixteen. Sixteen? That is a hit. Roll for damage.
4: Yes. Seven. Okay. What does that look like? It looks like exactly how it sounded. uh, Faced off with this enemy, um, you know, like their head to head. I mean, Mayprea, I guess, uh, based off the description of this thing is a little bit shorter. So she's glaring up at it while holding her weapon in front of her menacingly. And after the enemy sets himself kind of off balance with that miss, she just goes in for the stab and eviscerates him with her weapon she goes to stab him in the gut and pulls out her glaive and tries to spill his guts out on the battlefield and they do and he roars clutching at
6: this black mass as he falls down to the ground and another takes his place all right this is the betrayer's infantry's turn it's going to attack your infantry and that, that's a six, not going to cut it. So how, how did you defend that onslaught, that, that push forward?
4: We've got uh, shield people. They've, they're kind of like a couple of ranks back. Um, and when we can see the enemy wave surging forward, Dame Olivia calls the call, like shield men forward. And they all kind of march forward, crouch down behind their shields, just in time for the enemy to make that attack. And this is the
0: support Raven Queen. So that's you, Keela. We're gonna toss another volley of arrows at the infantry.
6: Okay, you can do that, but you're gonna be killing, that's friendly fire. Cause this is a mismatch of groups of people. Please consider us. Okay, I won't do that. Would would their mages be in my range? The mages for you are going to be like at about 400 feet away. And how about their support? Their support are going to be at about 300
0: because you're you're higher up on the slope. I am going to use Bardic Inspiration on the infantry. And then shoot a volley of arrows at their support. 16.
4: That is a hit. Nine. I'm dying to know how do
0: you inspire us? We use the most thrilling battle chant you have heard in your life. It's a deep moving sound where everyone is speaking together. You don't really understand the words, but it has like a very a very rising and falling. It feels like waves of words that cross across the whole battlefield and when you hear it you're like, "Oh, yes, I'm ready for this fight." The betrayers,
6: rangers, scream in agony. Um, a portion of them scream in agony as they are engulfed in this moonbeam, in, in this beam of radiation. So that is constitution saving throw.
2: 15. Okay, that just makes it. So instead of taking 11, I guess they... What's half of 11? Five. Five.
6: Yeah, five, and, and they roar um, and they go to attack the the infantry. They are not quite flanking them because they they are pushed off. So they are going to send their own volley of of arrows. Um, but this is this is a bit further back. This isn't like front line front lines. Um, and also, they don't really care. Natural twenty. Oh, gross. <laughs> Let's roll for damage, shall we? Thirteen times two. Twenty-six. Oh
4: All right, bust out my calculator. Give As me a
6: these arrows go flying into the infantry from the side. Buckminster and Novak.
7: Is Leon with me? Uh, do you want Leon to be with I you? I do.
6: So, I, I picture him with like a golf cart full of weapons, mm-hmm. following you around. Yes. Sir, I think for this one, you should have the rapier. Oh, no, give me the, what's the one
7: with the gold handle? The other rapier.
6: Oh, yes, this one. Excellent
7: choice, sir. Yes, this one will look the best. Oh, shit. Do you see that? Yes, sir. You stand over here. Okay, sir. Where's no- Novik?
8: Yeah, coming. Get in front of me. All right. Hey, let's compare stats. I've
7: killed 74 wizards. I've killed 76.
8: Damn it. Yep. Gotta keep pushing yourself, Novik. Yep. Did you call me Novak? What? Did you call me Novak it's my earlier? my pet name
7: for you. Aw.
8: I'm your pet. Okay. Am I a... Am I a good boy?
7: Uh, we'll see. Go forth. Kay. Slay, boy. All right. Here I go. Leon? Yes, sir? Do you, did you bring any snacks? Oh, yes, sir. Jerky, sir. Oh, Medicine. yes. Your favorite,
8: sir. <laughs> uh, I thought to bring you back, Whoa. I got a wizard's head here. This wizard head is still sentience, still looking around, so I thought maybe you might want to question the wizard head. Uh,
7: Sure. Hey, wizard head.
8: What do you want from me?
7: Put me down, let me die. Um, where's the bad guys? What do we, how do we win? I'll never talk, I'll never tell. Well, I guess I'll have to roll. (laughs) Is that a persuasion roll? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see, my persuasion is, oh, plus 10, that's a 22. Total.
6: Oh, you are very persuasive. Talk, you
7: vagabond.
8: I, uh, well, the bad guys are we, the, the red wizards uh-huh. of day. And uh, the way to defeat us is to kill us. Uh-huh. Every time you pierce our hearts or damage uh-huh. our brains, we die. Don't tell anyone else, promise me. I see, of course. Organ damage, our one weakness. Of course, bravery on the battlefield is also a way to defeat ah. us.
7: Okay. I have a... Get rid of that head, Novik. All right, let me... Yeah. Ah. Oh. The hole went... That
8: head went immediately into that hole that was about 360 yards away.
7: Oh, well done. Okay. So, here's the plan. You move kind of to the right and forward. Okay. And I'll okay. cover... The flank, which I think is the back. And then Leon, still with me? Yes, sir. Okay. You go get me a drink and break. Go, team.
8: (laughs) Is that what flank means? Flank just means the back. I'm pretty
7: sure. Is it like your hip? Oh. Flank. Uh, Leon, what does flank flank mean? Am I? It's one of those things I'm saying it so much now. The word sounds weird. Flank. Flank.
8: I've had flank steak, flank. and I, you know, I've flanked an enemy, but I don't know what that means.
6: It is to come from the rear, flank. sir. Flank. Hmm. As he opens the the case of weaponry and pulls out some mixed drink, a uh, and starts cre- making flank. you a drink. Flank.
7: Flank.
8: Uh, Buckman's. Uh, my prince. Do you mind if I see your weapon just to check for any damages since you've slayed seventy six wizards?
7: Uh, oh, here's the thing. I'll tell you. This is why I have the cart. Every time I slay someone, new weapon. Yeah. Wow. Must be nice. Yeah, it is. So like, shut up. Well, yes. No, sir. hey. Yes, sir. Can I tell you something? I'm sorry.
0: It's yeah. just, it's no, all no, nice no, stress please. out
7: here. And you're doing a great job, and I'm doing a great job, and I just feel like I'm real proud of you.
8: I'm, I'm proud of you. We should get matching tattoos when this is all set that and done. That sounds
7: great. I get to pick it, though.
8: <laughs> yes, of course. No, you outrank me, so of course you But do. you can choose the place that we go to. Oh, um, I think we'll go to Grandpa Tats.
7: I love Grandpa Tats. On 5th?
8: Yes, on, on fifth and dirt. Yes, you know I it? do. Mm, yeah, uh, I got a few of my pieces here. If you look on, if you look on my flank, that's where oh, I got. Oh, good
7: uh, detail, Leon. Do you want to get a tattoo with us? Yes, sir. Okay.
6: Sounds great, sir. Double old fashioned es- Hey, you
7: can just call me Buckminster. It's fine here on the battlefield, band of brothers, that kind of thing. Don't do it. Don't do it off the field. I swear. Can I? Yes, sir. Can I call you Bucky
8: or
5: Bummy you can or something? call me Bob Minster?
8: Mm. Mm,
7: no, now you can't.
8: Okay. You can call Novik Novak as you've been, <laughs> or Novi Nova. How back, about
7: No No? Uh, No No. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I'll call you Lily, and you call me Boo Boo. Done.
8: Oh. Here comes a spell right towards you. Let me step in front of it. Thank you.
6: So that brings us to the Raven Queen's infantry. You have just lost some of your fellows around you, Maypri.
4: These are well-trained people, and they are reacting pretty accordingly. Um... They've moved the fallen allies kind of out of the way of the battle, so uh, they don't have to worry about trampling on their allies. However, they are persisting, like, they understand the course of battle, like, you, you move on, you continue, you grieve when there is time. We will, however, retaliate accordingly uh, with a charge forward. 20? Not a natural. That, yeah, that, that works. Okay, we will attack, and then we will attack in a frenzy, emotionally charged frenzy after losing some allies. That's a one. Um, (laughs) Do I even add anything to my one?
6: Yeah, you you have plus two to your attack.
4: Plus two, okay.
6: (laughs) Well, you have plus two from your strength, because you're raging, plus you have an additional two that I gave you as a group, so it's plus four.
4: What is my bardic inspiration?
6: Um, That is you get to add a d6 to your roll if you so choose to and it's good for up to 10 minutes
4: okay I will have to wait next time there's no need to use it at this point right yeah not right now Um, counting on my hands Uh, 12 Uh, that was what I just rolled Sorry, I got an 8 plus 4 so 12 plus 5 got an op infantry here right, i'm confused
6: They're... why why did you roll twice there you only attacked once you got a natural 20. so then you
4: rolled a one i one didn't get what? a the what? So sorry so i had yeah my initial attack was 16 plus four right that was to hit and then i rolled my one plus four and then i as our frenzy oh so that was my... an attack that wasn't your damage
6: because i asked you to roll for damage Yes. Yeah, so my sorry one
4: that was my damage yep yeah. okay so why were you rolling a 12? That came from my 8. That was my second damage move for my Frenzy. Or should I- I've, I should have you, rolled attack yeah, for that, right? Yeah, no, yeah, right yeah. Bad.
6: So we've got, um, so you got plus 4, so that's 5 damage for your first attack. So roll for your second attack.
4: This is where I can add my Bardic Inspiration, right? Because I got a 7, a, makes it 11, plus Bardic Inspiration gives me a plus 4? No, we it have it
6: gives to roll you the a 1d6. So you have to roll a d6. I know. You never get to roll it because your
4: bard never gives you. I'm t-
6: working on it. <laughs> You're like the Merle of. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, I got a four. Uh, so I'm adding that to my a- attack roll, correct? Right. 15. That is a hit. <laughs> a lot of finger counting here. Okay, now for my damage dice. I've got so many dice now. Five plus four is nine. And that last, that last attack was emotionally charged. That was for our allies.
6: The. Betrayer's support um, They Wait a second Wait a second You would disadvantage on all those rolls
4: <sighs> Put my drink down Why does They're, she have entangled? Disadvantage. Oh, They're entangled Oh entangled yep. yep I even have a little side note Disadvantage on attack equal vines
6: Yep so if you want You can use an action to free yourself From the entangle but that's your action
4: I think that would be in our best interest. Okay.
6: Um, So rewind hmm. all of that. Yep. But now we know how Bardic Inspiration works and that you have to roll for your frenzy attacks. And, okay, so.
4: For this turn, we will use our entire turn action uh, in order to free ourselves from these uh, imposing dark vines on the battlefield. I don't need to roll to free ourselves from it. Yeah, it's a it's a strength save.
6: 7 You cannot break free. They are grasping.
2: You can use your inspiration on saving throws too.
6: 4 Um yeah, no. You cannot still. break free from these grasping vines and your inspiration is gone. So that brings us to the support um, they, they see that their, their, their entanglement is doing exactly what it is that they want. So they look towards their own. Um, they, in fact, they look to themselves at this point. Um, and they heal themselves. Cure wounds. They heal themselves. Oh, for 11 points of healing. And that brings us to their mages. And their mages, again, infantry, give me a dex saving throw.
4: Sorry, I struggle. The dot on my six or nine is really spot. Okay, so that's a six plus four, ten. Oh no, dex. My dex is not that impressive. It's an eight.
6: Yep, you do not because you're so caught up in trying to break free from these vines. You do not get uh, get your people out of the way of this incoming flaming ball.
4: Does the fire burn up any of the vines? Fire versus grass
6: type? I'm mathing. Hold on. <laughs> 26 points of fire damage is done. Right, oh my okay. To the infantry and people scream as fire just rains down on top of you. Yolares, what is your
2: group of mages doing? So, um, if uh, if there's any thinning out in the area that the um, uh, moonbeams are covering, then I will just shift the moonbeams around so that they're s- still over top of like large groups of people, but it's the same group of the, the rangers. And then I we're gonna shoot some magic missiles um, at some of the people threatening the inventory, infantry infantry uh, at the front lines. So I'm gonna I'm gonna magic missile. Who are you magic missling? What unit? Um, their infantry. Okay. Roll for damage.
6: Automatic hit. Yep. So you should get three d four at this point, yeah. right? Unless you're
2: casting it at a second level. No, I'm not. Um. So each dart does 1d4 plus four, four times three is 12, nine plus 12 is 21 points. Pew, pew, pew! (laughs) Favorite sound effect.
6: Yularis. the camera comes down and focuses on you atop the city wall. What do you look like at this moment in time?
2: um super dramatic hair billowing out in the wind like intense expression on my face hands outstretched, like magic beams coming forth and just like yeah the dramatic lighting of twilight it's uh yeah it's intense it's great and and how how does Yularis feel about this whole thing now Um, she's getting caught up in it, um, that fireball that came down definitely made a spark of fear, but she's, um, having, having all of these other powerful casters with her and sort of gazing out and seeing the effect of what they're doing on the battlefield, she's, she's, she's feeling strong.
6: Hello, it's me, interrupting to tell you about a few different things. We have so much excitement coming up. First off, we're going to be at a catacomb next weekend. Super excited. We hope to see all of you in Dayton, Ohio. We have a live show on the Friday night. I'll be playing in You Meet in a Tavern's live show Saturday afternoon. Tracy will be a guest on One Shot Onslaught's live show Saturday night. I'll be running a playtest of an adventure uh, Ross Rockefeller and I are working on, and Tracy will be running some of her Mass Effect themed fate. Oh. Plus, fellow One Shot Podcast Network peeps will be there. James D'Amato has a character creation panel alongside Amelia and Ryan of Creation Cast. And oh, quick note General Olivia was named after Ryan's child, who was in the process of being born while we recorded our finale. And um, yeah, so a lot going on, and we're looking forward to seeing all of you there. Secondly, I want to tell you about the Elderwood Academy. They make wooden and leather dice accessories that will cause your breath to catch. You can customize to your heart's content what kind of wood, color of leather, and design. Speaking of custom designs, we have an Elderwood Academy spellbook to give away. So what is this spellbook? It is a very fancy leather-bound wooden box to house your gaming accrement. How do you go about winning one of these bad boys? Well, email us at thebroads at thebroadswords.com or tweet us using the hashtag BroadSquad and tell us a story in 300 words or less about how Dungeons & Dragons has made you feel included. The cutoff date is November 11th. The winner will be chosen by impartial judges. We have Stacey DeLorfano, founder of Contessa, a gaming organization dedicated to making tabletop gaming spaces more diverse by bringing marginalized-led events to conventions around the United States. And we have Terry Lidorco. You may know her as the author of The Civilized Guide to Tabletop Gaming, Rules Every Gamer Must Live By, her mini-painting videos on YouTube, or as an editor for Geek & Sundry. So write in, tweet. We want to hear those positive, heartwarming stories. Like, make us cry, damn it. (laughs) Don't cry if you don't win, because you can get yourself your own spellbook at elderwoodacademy.com. Okay, like, I know you don't want to listen to me talk about this sort of thing anymore, so let's get back to the action, shall we? Fireball explodes, not just 30 feet away from you. Rubble comes flying up into the air. It splashes, and Kennethar, the Hathran that you are paired with, that you work alongside with, Hathran Jelina, in her owl, owl mask with the rings around her eyes, she screams out as a rock comes flying at her and slams into her chest.
9: No, that's terrible. I run to her aid.
6: She is on the ground um, with this big rock. This rock is probably the size of a basketball. Um, she is bleeding. Uh, help! Help! Strong people! There's no one to help.
9: Oh, no. What do I do? Um so healing probably isn't going to help because there's still a giant rock on top of her. Um, that's terrible. Oh no. Hmm.
6: It's the size of a basketball. Oh,
9: I thought it was bigger than that. Okay, well I'm gonna try to move this thing then. I need to get this rock off her. Whichever, I'm gonna try to like roll it off her whichever way will do the least amount of damage.
6: Okay. So, do you, do you want to do, like, a medicine check to see which way would do the least amount of damage to her?
9: Sure, I would love to do that. Thank you. I got a five.
6: Well, you think maybe since it's closest, like, to her shoulder, maybe if you just roll it off her shoulder, that would work.
9: Okay, we'll try to avoid the head and then do that.
6: <laughs> okay, give me a strength
9: roll. No. Strength check uh
6: 15 you roll it it's difficult what 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 is that like for Kennethar?
9: well it's it's panic mode so this is not something i excel at i worry about my physical meekness sometimes especially in situations like this i'm already stressed about battle i don't want any of my friends to get hurt and here goes one of my friends getting hurt and all of my original positions i've got grit and and muck on my hands and in my face. So I like slide off the rock a few times, try various different positions. And each one seems to like hurt her as she screams. And it is very, very panic stress mode. I'm probably ignoring way more of the battle than I should be trying to roll this thing off her.
6: And it rolls off of her. And you can see that she is, she smashed up. It hit her hard. There are definite broken bones.
9: Oh no, okay, well now that this is off, I can heal. So I am going to try to cure her of some of this damage. Okay. And it is just cure wounds, but I can expel a um, higher spell slot, can't I? Yes. Okay, good. So I will get 2d8 of healing for her. So I'm going to lay my hands on her wounded chest and concentrate and move and articulate my fingers and mutter as the magic flows through me, hopefully knitting her bones back together and then whatever else I can manage with seven hit points.
6: The battle rages around you. And it's just like this moment of calm where you are as you try to to mend this woman's bones and knit them back together. You You manage to stave off most of the pain you you manage to make it to a point where, you know, if she's not gonna move and things are gonna puncture her lungs. Um, but obviously she she's still seeing better better days. When you're finished with your spell, she looks up at you. Her her eyes, which had been wide and wild, um, they seem to to come back to you. And she registers your face. And she nods, and she reaches out a hand.
9: I take it and smile, because yay, she's moving. Hooray,
6: we did it. And she uses you to help stand back up. Bronly, you are about 15 feet away from this situation. You are currently working with Tilda, Hathryn Tilda, with her... her dark green frog mask you see you hear this explosion as it goes off and fire you feel the heat of it and you see that spray cover the view of where you know your husband is
1: I am trying to run up the new the newly created uh, uh, obstacle right because all the stuff has sort of piled over like a-
6: crater really yeah um, the crater has formed from this massive fireball that has come down from the sky from from one of the red wizards one of the I guess the artillery
1: the oh wow okay I run up the crest I run up to the crest of the crater to see if I can view what is going on with Kennethar and if he is okay
2: give
6: me perception
1: oh boy all right. Uh, 13.
6: The cloud of smoke and the heat, like the that steam that's rising around you is just it's, it's masking your view. You can't see anything. All you can hear is screaming, horses screaming, weapons clanging. You hear other spells and artillery just going off around you.
1: Ah, oh, man, I, do I have message? I don't have message.
6: Dang it. What's what's going through Bronly's mind right now?
1: Bronly is... is He wants to know that Ken's okay. He wants to believe in the, the deepest, but he can't see him at all. He's frozen right now. Trying to calm himself and reassess the situation. And is trying to really focus through the smoke and he starts running around the crest of the crater to the other side to see if he can if he can get visual visual confirmation that that kennethar is okay
6: is he saying anything is he yelling is
1: ronley looks back at uh Hathryn tilda and he waves his arm forcefully to have her follow him to circle the crater
6: Kennethar, give me a perception check.
1: No, <laughs> okay. Oh, that's
9: a sixteen.
6: Okay, you see, Bronly. Like you are not in the crater. Like you're, you right. were, you weren't anywhere in there. Um, but you, you're about twenty feet away. But you see the figure of of your husband, of Bronly standing there with this look of sheer horror and fear
9: on his face. Well, I yell and wave, Rami, hey, I'm here, right here. I'm assuming that that probably doesn't work. So, hmm. Why doesn't it work? Oh, does it not? I didn't know how far away he was. All right, well, I'm yelling and waving. Down here, Jelena's fine. Their fireball has terrible aim.
6: Keela, you have just watched a fireball come barreling down into the infantry.
0: What is your response to that? I'm concerned, but without losing focus. I know that in battles like this, people will get hurt. People will get killed. I can't let it distract me from the moment. As nervous as it makes me.
6: There is a screech of blood curdling screech coming from the skies and you hear the flap and that downwind as a black skeletal dragon comes flying over the the armies of the betrayer and it opens its mouth and a black noxious gas just goes flying over your side of the battlefield. So I need all of you, please, to do two things. One, I need you to give me a constitution saving throw. I'm so good at those.
2: <gasps> I rolled a one okay. I'm better than you I guess. Seven.
4: Fifteen. We're hardy. Not that hardy, really.
6: Oh no. And I need you all to take, to do a wisdom saving throw, please.
4: Mm, I'm not good at that. Oh
2: man. 10. It was on a 16 and then it fell to a three. (laughs) (laughs) So that makes it a four. I got an eight. You are Mm. all frightened. Yep,
6: yours. You, and yeah, you're scared. You're freaking scared of this black monstrosity flying around in the sky. And you take, let me roll mm-hmm. all of these wonderful dice. <laughs> you take 35 necrotic damage. roused and bolstered by the appearance of this dragon, the betrayer's infantry surge forward and they have advantage. They will attack your infantry and well, I rolled an 8 and a 1. So that doesn't work even in your scared city. Um, they're just so excited. <laughs> by the the, the um, appearance of this dragon that they're they're kind of stuck like half of them were stuck staring up at the sky their mouths open um, and and caught off guard so so that did not did not quite go out um, as their captains would have
0: wanted so that brings us to Keela, the support team so before I take my action I just want to say that Kela is terrified but also really excited because she's never seen a dragon in her life and she has always wanted to see a dragon so she has that feeling that you get that when you see something that you know is much stronger than you and you really respect it and you're scared of it but at the same time you admire it that's how she's feeling right now um as for her actions first i'm going to use bardic inspiration on the mages since it did not go well on the infantry and then I'm going to cast cure wounds on the infantry 9 points of healing oh thank you and what does that look like
6: when you you cast that as a group
0: as a group we all Summon together our healing power And we actually cast it As sort of like a a Blanket of magic on the inventory A blanket of of Soft magic That stitches together their wounds And at least stops The worst of the bleeding
6: Alright I guess We got a constitution saving throw To do Yeah Mm
2: -hmm. 16 Oh stop being so Constitutional They go on for a lot of walks after dinner. I rolled a total of four damage, so you take two. Oh, yeah, two take that, take that. Oh, feel the, feel the pain of our epic magics.
6: (laughs) They don't care. They've got a
2: dragon. Yeah, my (laughs) two damage versus their dragon is not feeling as powerful anymore. All right, and now it is the Raven Queen's Infantry.
4: All right, um, oh god, we got- we have so many issues happening down here. Um, we've got the vines that are preventing us from moving. We are all frightened <laughs> to shit just because of that spooky dragon. Whew. Um, Yeah, I mean, one thing at a time. We we do need to break out of these vines. So I'm rolling at a disadvantage. What am I rolling? Dexterity or strength?
6: Strength for vines. You're trying to break free. Uh, At a disadvantage, though. Is it disadvantage
2: for the save, too?
6: Not, not, uh... No, it's just on attacks.
4: Okay, I will remember that, I promise. Um... 19. You break free from the grasping vines
6: and that brings us to the support team and they don't like that at all so they're going to cast entangle again (laughs)
4: guys (laughs) please
6: Those vines that you did break free, they come from the ground again with a renewed vigor grasping at your ankles. And their mages cast Blindness.
2: Can I please
6: have on the infantry a constitution saving
4: throw? This is what we're good at. Oh, that was plus was my con? 21. Oh, right. You fight off
6: that cloud of darkness that descends upon it, and you can still see you're still good. Um, you are just battling these vines. And Yularis. What are your mages up to? Um...
2: We are going to summon some chromatic orbs and toss them. I want to toss them into the thickest area of the enemy um, that I can see. Would that be in the rangers or sort of like deeper into the infantry of the enemy? How far can you throw these? Um, Range normally is 90 feet, so 180. I'd be the range, the, the okay. rangers. Yeah, All right, we will direct them into the rangers. Uh, it's a natural twenty. <laughs> oh, oh <dear>. <laughs> sorry, I was just gonna uh, celebrate here for a minute. Um, oh, I didn't say what kind of orbs they were. Uh, let's say that they are fire, fire orbs. Phew! So Yay! <laughs> Sorry, I'm so excited. <laughs> um that is three three D eight, so let me just collect some D eights here. Mm. Oh heck yes. Uh, okay, math. Seven, eight, and four. So seven, eight, and four is twelve plus seven is nineteen. Nineteen times two is a number that is almost forty. 38 thirty-eight. Thirty-eight 38 fire damage orbs. D damn. Damn. and that is actually what Yularis is saying on the top of the wall after <laughs> those hits. Just
4: <laughs> damn. damn! That's all we hear on like the speaking stones yeah. is like Yularis elation. Yeah,
2: totally.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: And that black dragon comes for another Oh ass. no. His mouth opens and that same black cloud comes descending upon the entire battlefield.
2: Constitution saving throws. Is he hitting his own dudes too? I don't 23? Okay. The
6: infantry are fine. 12? No mages not fine support 18 does not do it support and mages
4: let Shit. me
2: let me let me roll all these d10s here maybe we should target the dragon is it swooping at any point through my 80foot moonbeams <laughs>
4: conveniently uh, no
2: just checking.
6: 33 points of necrotic damage to support in mages. Oh good. And as you buckle under the those that noxious fumes and you fumes and you you feel your life force draining from you. A brilliant light comes up from the sky. And a gleaming dragon bright in the sky comes roaring in response and it launches itself at the black skeletal dragon maypri this dragon is familiar it's
4: my friend <laughs> oh, we're buddies no big deal
6: <laughs> kila You are in close combat with a dark, twisted figure. Some of the infantry have broken through the other side at this point. Your forces are not doing well.
0: What does this skirmish look like? We're not really well equipped for being in very close combat. So... This isn't really going very well for us, we're not heavily armoured, none of us have very big weapons, most of us prefer to either hide in the shadows or use something like a, a dagger to aim for their weak points. So you're seeing a lot of these big hulking creatures fighting against these smaller humanoids who are just trying to find purchase anywhere in, against their thick armour. A single
6: creature is coming at you. It has a massive mall and it is swinging at your head. And just as it is coming down, about to connect, a club smacks it on the back of its head from behind. And before you stands a middle-aged human woman, her gray hair pulled tight in a no-nonsense bun. She grimaces at the fallen creature. This way. And she motions for you to follow her.
0: Thank you, and I'm going to follow her immediately without question. Ylaris,
6: these two dragons are fighting in the sky. They are grappling with each other, and it looks like they will tumble down into the armies at any second. What are you
2: doing? Um, I... I... Trying to like keep my eyes on multiple things at once, staring at them, uh, looking down at what's happening on the battlefield, making sure that um, everybody around me is uh, is safe and there aren't any surprises um, coming up behind us. Um, and I think just trying to rack my brain for anything that I can do to to like help the people on the ground, or um, help the silver dragon, but I'm not coming up with much. Um, I don't have any way to clear clear an area below, and I don't have a way to like hit the black dragon without hitting the silver dragon, yeah.
6: This way! And you see a middle-aged human woman with a grey hair pulled in a tight bun motioning from the staircase but I have to help the battle she sent me this way
2: I'll like sort of look back and forth uh, and then um, move to follow her Maypri your
6: numbers have dwindled you are what half half strength yeah half strength half your half your numbers. You are being overwhelmed, and these dragons battle above. They're roaring, just overpowers everything that's going on around you.
4: What are you doing right now? I'm trying to keep my allies alive, I'm harrying the enemy, we're, we're grouping in groups of four, um, like small small squadrons, in order to take down any enemies that instantly approach us. Uh, however, the overhead battle is creating a little bit more chaos than we anticipated, uh, and it's making things very difficult and very hard to, to manage, especially all things considered. We've got the, the messy terrain, um, It's just it's not an ideal fighting ground right now. As you are swinging
6: your glaive down upon a foe,
4: you hear a voice.
6: This way.
4: I'm gonna glance around. And you see
6: a human woman, middle-aged, with gray hair and her hair pulled back in a bun. And she has a bloody club in
4: her hands. She motions towards you. You must be the Herald. And without a second thought, she's gonna turn her back on these marvelous people and follow that woman. You are all led into the city
6: through its empty streets, save for the odd runner. And to a small chapel hidden by a back alley. A sheaf of wheat is painted upon its door. You have done your part here, the woman says, and we have need of you elsewhere. She looks straight at you, Keela, as she opens the door of the Chapel of Shantia. It is time you find what you seek.
7: Get, get behind me, Prince. Get behind me. I don't know how much that's going to do at this point, Novik, if I'm being honest. Well, at least let the
8: shadow just cover me. Duck and cover. Duck and cover. I'll form a table and you get underneath me, crouching in the fetal position, put your arms over your head, and that will protect okay. you. Okay.
7: Sounds great. We'll do that. Uh, I'll just hide behind your flank here. Okay. Um, Should we go... F- Ugh, I can't even believe I'm going to say this more. But should we go fight that dragon? Um, is it a dragon?
8: I mean I I don't I can't tell. The shadow's pretty nebulous. Good word, noted. To... Thank you.
7: Good word.
8: I got a calendar. Thank you. Thank oh.
7: you. I'm going to roll to see if I can perceive. Roll is what we call it when we look really hard with our hands to our eyes. I want to roll to see if I can perceive what the shadow is. I'm rolling, but I only roll at about like say if it was a scale of one to twenty, like a ten. Oh, this is like a mid-roll? Yeah, like a mid-roll. What do you think, Leon? How did I do? Oh sir, I think that's a dragon, sir. Cool. I'm going to I'm going to uh, use my first uh action in combat here uh to hide. Where what are you hiding behind? Nobody. <laughs> it's part of my cutting action. It's a bonus action that I'm taking. to hide behind Novik.
6: Give me a stealth roll. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is pretty good. Hold on.
7: Uh, 17.
6: Yeah, you are well and hidden underneath. I just want to p-
7: picture him, like, in his legs behind Novik's legs, and, like, his arms behind Novik's arms, and he's just moving <laughs> as Novik moves. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, what?
8: Fuck. Oh, Bucky? Prince? I'm right here. Oh, uh, where he went? Oh, oh, Sounds like my flank is talking to me. Yes.
7: It is I shadow. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. It's me. But I'm hiding behind you, so don't die. Uh,
8: do you know anything about dragons? How how to defeat one the
7: best way to not
8: get eaten by one?
7: Organ damage, oh, I believe. It okay. is like a wizard. Yes. Oh, can I ask you something? Yes.
8: Does wizard, uh-huh. does wizard stand for wise bird?
7: Yes. It, it actually stands for Wise Ard, mm. and it's a question mark at the end. Not a yeah. lot of people know that. It's because when they came up with the word, they didn't know what Ard meant, but they knew it meant something. Yeah. So the whole name is actually, if you want to pronounce it correctly, it's Wizard, and that's how you're supposed to say the word wizard. wizard. But no one yeah. does, yes. Yeah. yes. Well, wizard?
8: Let me take my javelin out here and let me aim for it. Brain of the dragon, which of course will be right behind the eyes. Let me go ahead and give that a hurl. Yep, let me put my hand. You
7: have to say you let do me put it. my hand up. This isn't magic tavern. You gotta say, you gotta roll!
8: Yes, it's not like inside the tavern of magic. So let me put my hand to my eyes
7: and. <laughs> Do you want me to roll for you, Adam? This is O O C. Do you need me to roll for you? Do you even I have dice? Okay. Oh, you roll pretty good. Um, do you have a character no. It's all up here. <laughs> I'm gonna. You're pretty good. I'm gonna say that was a 19. Oh
8: yeah. Welcome to brain traveling.
6: That dragon, it gets him, but he just. Shakes his head and the javelin goes flying off. And it roars again and flies higher up into the air to meet a second dragon.
7: Well, shit!
8: My javelin flew about 420 feet, landed in that hole over there.
7: Yeah, but like, not only did you not kill that dragon, you made a set, you threw so bad, apparently a second dragon appeared.
8: I've heard about this, my friend. It's not a dragon we're fighting, it's a hydra.
7: I don't, I, okay. I like where your head's at, no pun intended, but a hydra mm-hmm. is one body, and these, sorry not to correct you, are two individual dragons. What
8: What would that have sounded like if the pun was intended?
7: I like where your head's at, because Hydras have all the The emphasis,
8: yes. Okay. Yes.
7: Okay, cool. I'm glad that that's where you stuck on. We should run. Oh. I mean, uh, you couldn't kill the one dragon. I definitely can't, because I'm so oh, tired.
8: What, I have another theory. What if I did kill that dragon, but the other dragon is its spirit. It's starting to ascend to dragon... Uh, Dragon, uh, what's that word? Not heaven. Hell. <laughs> Dragon. Okay. You know, like the Vikings. What's their Valhalla? Dragon Valhalla. Yeah. So maybe one's maybe. maybe one's dead and one's its ghost or spirit.
7: Leon, what do you think we should do? Oh, sir,
6: hold on. And he throws up his hand, and a
7: magical aura. Starts- Holy shit, Leon! Where have you
8: been this whole time?
7: You do magic? Leon, you can do magic? Uh, yes sir. Okay, you've been with me for 16 years. Yes sir. And you're not Never dead, I done sir. magic. Okay.
8: That was pretty kick-ass of you. I'm just, you're a professional, Leon.
7: Yes, it's not just that I missed it. I want to be clear here. This is the first time in our 16 years together. That's 16 years worth of battles and like scary things. This is the first time you've done magic.
6: Um no, sir. What?
7: I not mean, you do magic before.
6: Lots of times, sir. I'm charged with your safety, sir.
7: You've done tons of magic and I missed it? Yes, sir. Huh. Why well, I feel like a real jerk! It's okay, sir. No, you know what? Thank you, Leon. I, I truly mean that, uh, not just for this time, but for all the other times. Make yourself a drink. Thank you, sir.
8: Make it a double.
7: And he trembles and makes another round of drinks. I'm proud of you, Leon, and I'm proud of you, know that. and now we should run Leon, away.
8: you're losing a lot of the booze out the side of the glass.
7: Oh, yes. And it just misses even. Okay, let's revisit the run- Somebody suggested running away. Was that you, Novik? Did you I think you said something about Yeah, it was my
8: idea. What a good idea I had. Let's run away.
7: Yeah, we should run away. Maybe go to Fantasy Bay. Wait, I have
8: an idea. Why run when we can fly?
7: Oh, dragons. Nope. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no. The dragon is what we're getting away from.
8: But wouldn't it make sense to
7: Let me draw you a chart in the ground. Okay, this is us. There's a stick you're holding and then two stick figures. Yes. Uh Uh-huh, and then this is the dragon. Are they
8: called stick figures because they're drawn with a stick?
7: Yes. Wizard. And then us plus dragon equals, and this is a tombstone. Okay. Okay. And then this is us. Different drawing here. This is us. This is dragon. Us minus dragon equals happy face. With money sign for eyes. Oh, treasure. Sure. Oh,
8: sounds pretty good. All right, we'll go ahead and hop on my flank and I'll carry us away.
7: Sounds great. Leon, bring the card. Coming, sir.
6: Yo, Bruna. The dark clouds around you become darker as a. Great big winged mass comes down through them and over top of the battlefield. A dragon. A black skeletal dragon.
3: The uh, sort of air screens blink out of existence as Lady Yilbruna lowers her hands, directing her, her eyes on this dragon. Uh, watching its form move through the air unnaturally, even though there's uh, there's nothing between the wings that would su- that would actually suggest flight.
6: Well, we wanted to know what kind of power they had. We need a wing of the Hathran on that thing now.
3: Send the message.
6: And Nithra does. She relays several messages to different Hathrans.
3: And Lady Yilbruna smiles beneath her butterfly mask. We did say hold nothing back, didn't we? Tell the group of Hathryn I will be joining them shortly.
6: And the air display lights up as Nithra takes over as gentle.
3: Uh Yilbruna casts a spell and begins to float off of the ground and moves to... Join the group of Hathrim. As Lady Ilbruna flies up, getting within distance, she raises up her hands and begins to draw upon the magic of this land, of her land, of Rashemen. And the clouds directly above her start to split open, and there's a pillar of light that starts to come down, sort of focusing along her arms as light is the best weapon to battle the darkness and she then brings her hands together in a clap and a beam shoots out splitting across the sky directly at the black dragon
5: What time is it? Just after lunch! Oh, okay. I'm hoping it was breakfast time. Should we bring our dragon? Um...
6: There might be a spirit. I don't know that one though.
5: Okay. No oh, fuck. Let's go kill this dragon!
6: And then you hear an answering roar as this great big light illuminates the entire sky to the point where it's almost blinding. And you see the light and the dark collide from the hills where the Hathryn are are stationed. You see a slew of spells arcing through the sky towards the dark dragon. And then you see a familiar figure floating in the air. Lady Yelbruna. She moves her arms, and then a single beam of sunlight radiates from her outstretched hand and hits the dark dragon. It roars in response and breaks free of the brilliant dragon that has come to your rescue and it shrieks and starts to plummet to the
5: ground Uh, I imagine that Anton is is watching this and still continuing to run towards the action and calling out to all of his comrades and brothers in arms and saying alright let's help Lady Elbruna and get on top of this dragon and tear it apart
6: Kennethar, and Bronlee. You both are now next to each other, along with Hathryn Jelena and Hathryn Tilda, and, and dozens of other people within your contingent. You are acting as support for your fellow Rishemi. a group of knights in red armor, on horseback, cleaving their way through the ranks of Berserkers that shield you. Penithar, from behind, you hear the words,
1: this way.
9: I turn around quickly, because this is not a fun situation anymore, and I think it's about to get unleashed, but what what is this?
6: You see a woman in her 50s, salt and pepper hair, pulled back in a neat, no-nonsense bun. She wears brown leathers, brown leather skirt, and a bodice and a vest, and on her vest are two sheaves of wheat embroidered in gold. This way, Kennethar.
9: So I am puzzled. I don't think this is someone I would expect on the battlefield, correct?
6: Probably not, no. She looks like she's more at home out in the field somewhere than a battle.
9: And do I recognize the the crest she's wearing? Oh yeah, you do. Mm. Okay, so that's strange. Your timing isn't great.
6: She smiles at that. Uh it's perfect this way.
1: And so I I see her, and I see her just trying to get Kennethar out of there. As we're in a sort of beginning to be in a desperate situation. Brahmi I think I gotta go. I look at Ken with this desperate look in my eyes, and look back at look back at her, and then back. I'm doing this whole double take, back and forth, back and forth. it's, it's
9: okay. I'm pretty sure. Look, I I gotta get out of here anyways. I am going to do something terrible or throw up or both.
6: She sighs and she lifts her left hand and moves her fingers in a circular pattern. And beneath the, the horsed knights come plants and vines that start wrapping themselves around the horse's legs. The horses scream, and some
9: of the knights fall. Okay, I gotta run, baby.
1: <laughs> Bronly lunges towards uh, Kenathar and kisses him, because he doesn't know if this is gonna be the last time.
9: Nice little sun rays through the trees. Yeah, it's a great moment. I think a little
1: tilt back, probably. There you go, yes I, I do the whole like, yeah, absolutely yes. the, the dip, absolutely just a, just a little bit, just to get the hair going <laughs> That's a good moment And uh, he tips Canathar uh, back up Puts his forehead against his and, and says, and just whispers I'll see you soon
9: You will And I put some scrolls in your bag So there's one red tip leaf Emergencies only, okay? Okay. All right. I'll I'll see you soon. You be safe. I love you. I love you. And I will turn very quickly and follow the old woman.
6: A door opens into a bustling city. A winged being flutters past and a large lumbering pack animal grumbles behind. The grey-haired woman grins. Welcome to Sigil. One whole season! Thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you to Travis McElroy, Russ Moore, Adel Refai, Christine Chester, Jeremy Alexa, and Ross Rockefeller for reprising their characters for this one. We have some talk episodes coming up, plus the listener request beach episode. And then, our season two premiere with special guest, Sateen Phoenix. See you next time. The most fun way to learn about new games is to listen to them get played. Every week on One Shot, James D'Amato brings you actual play recordings with a talented cast of improvisers, game designers, and other notable nerds each munch features a new group trying a new system exploring a wide variety of genres the stories are self-contained so you can jump in anywhere and it's a great way to find new games discover the magic of rpgs with one shot on your favorite podcast app
3: It's a sunbeam. Is That's like the highest level spell in her list and it seemed very dramatically <laughs> appropriate.
6: <laughs> it is. All right. Can you roll for some damage? You know what? Fuck it. Fuck that. We don't have to roll. You heard it. You heard it, lots.
8: And let me start to sprint. <laughs> Oh, why are you making noises as I'm doing
7: all the running? (laughs) Oh, I'm a Foley artist.
8: (laughs) What would it sound like if we were on a horse? (laughs) What if that horse was on tar instead of grass?
2: (laughs) What if
8: that horse was a Pegasus?
7: Because it's flying and it's kind of skipping.
8: And if the horse was hit by a wizard... Wizard? Spell and exploded? Rump, rump, rump. No! No! And now... No! And now a it duck falling dying. down a well. <laughs> what? Can you do an impression of me? Can you do an impression of me? That's what I asked. That's what I asked.
5: Man.
6: <laughs> I might need dice.
5: I mean, if we're rolling, then I'm ready.
6: I have a die.
5: (laughs) I just need one die. (laughs) Did you roll a D? You roll a D4. I'll roll a D20. (laughs) It'll
6: be great. Okay, I have I have one. Alrighty. So we are back here. Okay, so we're at like the 125 mark. Mm -hmm. It's not bad.
4: 125.
6: Yeah. Well, no, I (laughs) think mine's a little. Like 124 or something, because mine started like
4: late for whatever reason. 125:30
6: yeah.
4: burping. Same. I've just got like my burps recorded now forever. More... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah,
2: the... There's your blooper
4: bit. Yep.
6: Everyone can listen. Burps to me from first. everyone. This is why I'm gonna change the wine and stop drinking beer out of a can because
4: I just started drinking beer, but I poured it into my wine glass because I don't want to wash two dishes classy I'm
0: probably gonna burp at some point because I always burp when I drink carbonated beverages so
6: that's what happens alright no we got some serious moments we have fart bolts and (laughs) so we have fart (laughs) jokes we have serious romantic moments we have tender moments between the three of
4: you I really love that by the way like uh... (laughs) oh yeah
0: Maypre's speech was really good (laughs) All right, boom boom
6: Big, epic music leading into this. As the camera sweeps down over the masses of armies that are just covering the
5: horizon.
6: Could we hear a little sample of your chanting?
5: (laughs) Ooga-chaga, ooga-chaga, ooga... ooga. You don't want licensed music? (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Uh... We will fight till the death, and we're gonna kick their ass, so we might not die, but we'll forget what time it is, and then we'll go home and have some breakfast.
6: Because breakfast all the time. Because
5: breakfast all the time. Who cares what time of day it is?
6: Doesn't matter. You can have breakfast whenever you want. Yep. We're adults.
0: <laughs> the end. <laughs> you have so
4: many more questions. <laughs> Should I stop? Oh my god. Here? Yep. Okay, I I'm, I'm hitting stop. Okay, ignore like the huge jump in my audio where I just
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.